Hey podcast, uh, before we get into podcast, when I say hey podcast, I mean all of you who are listening. So first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, uh, two little things for you to know about before we get into today's podcast. One, the Monday to Monday playlist uh, that Mike Boyd and I curate each week on Monday with uh, a lot of incredible music from a ton of emerging stars, especially if you're into Latin trap and hip hop. It's really made for you. Obviously if you're Caleb and you love metal, not for you. But if you are uh, the majority of people that enjoy hip hop or Latin trap, very, very much up for you. And so you can see that on Apple and on Spotify, Monday to Monday. I'm not sure exactly what, if you search Monday to Monday, it should pop up. That should be good. Search Monday to, Mo- Monday to Monday on those two platforms to subscribe to the playlist. And I hope you listen and I hope you enjoy this podcast. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What up, podcast? For today's episode, we revisit Monday's live stream of Tea with Gary V, which goes live at 9 a.m. Eastern time at facebook.com slash Gary. In this episode, Gary gets emotional with a young man named Misael about his parents, side hustles, and always being grateful. If you want to know how you can chat with Gary, check the links below, as well as hit us up to let us know what you thought, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, man? That is good, bro. How do you pronounce your name? Uh, Misael, but you can just call me Mitch. That's cool. Hey, that was better. Man, this is crazy. This is surreal, man. This is really surreal. Well, we're here. I've grown up with some great, just to give you context, great parents, immigrants from Mexico, and they uh, became citizens. My dad, when he was like 20, and my mom, when she was younger, they raised me and my sister really well. But uh, I felt like from my dad's side, he did a great job of structuring stuff and making sure I have a good work ethic and stuff I got. But um, from my mom's side, I felt very like, like if life had to be a lot of fun all the time, basically that every moment I couldn't be sad or that stuff had to be fun. And, and we, we never really complained in the house. Interesting. Anything like that. But what's happened is uh, there's been a, and, and I've kind of gotten out of this cause I started watching your content a couple months ago, but uh, basically I got to a point where my dad took away my allowance and I felt like I deserved it. Okay. A sense of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? When did this and happen? This happened maybe a year and a half ago, maybe. If not a year ago. I'm 18. You don't? Felt a little bit like, like wow, these are my, they're my parents. Like, they should be hooking it up a little bit. You know what I mean? What did your dad like, say? He said. You're a grown-ass man now? Stop. No more allowance? <laughs> Basically, there was a time when he was the, like, what we call him, uh, El Malo de la Película, which basically means the bad guy. Of course. He was the bad guy at one point because, you know, with my mom, it was all fun and whatever. And, and yeah, they divided it up. You know, not bad cop. That's common. Yep, yep. But now, man, I, I respect him so much because I started watching your content and started, started realizing that I was entitled. And I was like, what the heck? Because was, it wasn't only the allowance thing, but several, several other little stuff. It started to liberate me, but now I'm at the point where I'm starting to work for him because you know school got shut down and all that stuff, and also my schedule is pretty loose because I'm a senior in high school, and so I go to school for like the first half of the day, and then I'll go work for him the second half from like twelve to four. Love that. And um, what does he do? Uh, we are an electrical company. So he's an electrician. Yep. Been an electrician for twenty eight years. I love and it. So. That's what I'm going into. I'm starting to work consistently, like a 20-hour work week, soon to be 40 after I graduate. 
there's days where I love it and I'm having a good time and whatever. And there's days that I won't. Right. And I kind of feel like I'd rather stay home and play on my drum set because that's something that I realized I kind of like to do. You talk about diving into your passions. I want to also provide and support for a future family. Yep. But then it's like you say that not everyone's life is going to be like yours and that we can have the work life balance if we want it. And so. A couple things. So, first of all, back to like when I think about ingredients, like you have so many good ingredients. Like, I love your perspective. Mm -hmm. 40 at 18. I like the thoughtfulness. I love that you're over the hump on entitlement. I ups, I'm obsessed with the admiration and respect you have towards your parents. You remind me a lot of me at 18 right now because I just had a lot of that. I think the one thing that I was able to do was I worked a lot more than you did at mm-hmm. this and still thought I did have time to look at my baseball cards, play Genesis. Like I think that my work ethic might have been more on point than yours is, to be frank. Yeah. No, 100%. You're talking about hours of work and in that 20 hours you're like damn i wish i was on my drum set and i'm like motherfucker you can be on your drum set work these 20 hours and even when you said soon to be 40 hours i laughed in my head on some real shit yeah 40 like 40s i was 85 90 like real fucking hours and still like if you're gonna work 40 you have a ton of fucking time to fucking bang on your fucking drums you know, and try side hustles and hang out with friends and live your life. 40's nothing. And what I mean by that is you're in a great spot because you have this, like, if you're talking at 18 about future family, you've got that immigrant practicality. Most 18 year olds don't think about providing for a future family. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're in that practical place. But bro, on some real shit, 40's nothing. Like, yeah. 40's nothing. Like, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Like, I feel like you have an ability to eat, like have some grit and eat some crow and pay your dues. I've got good news for you. If it's really 40, you got off easy family Mm -hmm. business, second generation. Like that shit usually looks more like 67, 82, 100. Like if you're at 40, you have tons of time between 18 and 30 to put into your side hustle of starting a YouTube channel around drums to hang out to like, I mean, fucking 40. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking hit the lottery if it's 40. My Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of every summer day in, since I was 14 was 40. 7 to 8 p.m., 13 hours times three. Like fucking 40? You're fucking set. I'm real happy for you because I think you're going to be able to check every box. You're going to be able to help the family business, help yourself make some money, but you still have 100 fucking hours in a week to fucking sleep, spend time with friends and do your side hustle. You're fortunate. Now here's, here's what I don't want to happen. And it's like right now I feel good and I have that drive, Yep. but what do I do tomorrow? Like, man, that was great with Gary yesterday. Right. And now, you know, we're back to it and it's like, cool. A high right now, tomorrow you go hard, but then in two weeks you're back to that place with two hours into the day of electricity. Exactly. So listen, this is what being a man and this is what being an operator in life is about. Learning how to get comfortable with the uncomfortable when you're in that zone at 11 a.m. in, you know, on July 19th, when you're like, you're like, fuck, man, I wish I was home playing drums or I wish I was, I was with my boy Salvatore right now. Mm-hmm. Like, learning to get over that hump is, is very required. A lot of people don't want to get 
a relationship with being uncomfortable. They just want everything to be mm-hmm. as awesome as like, it's, it's such macro entitlement as if everyone's life should always be awesome at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is, you know, don't create this narrative in your mind of blaming your mom that everything has to be happy is why you're incapable. Yeah. That's not your mom trying to make positives out of negatives. That's you are fucking so lucky that you had such great parents that provided mm-hmm. for you that you are not in a place yet where you're like, you're starting this incredible process of getting out of entitlement. And I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. So now what you need to do, is kind of like working out. It's like kind of that extra 10 pounds on the weight. Like this summer, Just get, is a, get those reps, get those reps. That's exactly right, man. I love that. You like, 100%, bro. like every time you're at 1130 in the morning and somebody yells at you at the job and you're like, fuck man, I could just be home playing Xbox. Every time you do that, you go into my fucking parents immigrated to America when they were my age. They were fucking scared shitless of making it in America. They didn't have a fucking pot to piss in. And I'm sitting here complaining about a fucking family business that my dad created on his fucking back that I can go to gratitude, go to gratitude. Mm -hmm. Man, I just got to train it then because the the main thing that was confusing me is I was like, I don't know, like, because you talk about, you know, if you don't like going or whatever, then you shouldn't be doing it. But the thing was that I was doing it something that I was liking it sometimes, but not liking it other times. So then I was like, you know, what, what's the deal here? But you just, man, you just hit me with the unlock. Like, look, unhappiness is not, is, is not something people should do. But to your point, and this is why I love doing Q&A, when I say don't do something that you don't love, I don't mean don't do something you don't love for an hour. I mean, don't let that be your 80-year career. Yeah, you know, like that's real. To me, I also say eat shit. And like, I believe in eating shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like we just talked about it in detail here. 1130, July 19th, you know, Miguel on the job yells at you and says, ah, kid, you fucking idiot. And you're like, ah, fuck. You know, like, you know, like, yeah. shit. like that's the moment you take a step back and, and you think about this conversation and you're like, right. When my dad was my age, when your dad was 18, tell me exactly what he was doing. If you know, he was installing like video game machines, not really bars, but more just like kind of convenience stores. He would go into the store and tell the, the owners be like, Hey, you mind if I install these things for you here? And they're like, no, I don't want any, I don't want any little toys or anything. And then he'd be like, here, let me leave them here for a day. And then I'll come back tomorrow and pick them up. And if you still don't want them, you know, and then basically he would leave them there. A bunch of kids would come play on them and buy stuff from the store. And then the store owners would be like, Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I want them. Yep. Bro, your dad was grinding. Mm-hmm. Or your dad didn't love installing fucking video games and fucking cranes and fucking, you know, but like, bro, you have your whole life in front of you. You, you absolutely need to build a relationship. Almost everybody under 30 in America, yeah. almost everybody needs to find a relationship with adversity and getting comfortable with eating shit. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a great summer for you to like learn that. And bro, yeah. that 40 thing is huge to me. I'm so, I'm, I, I, bro, when I, I can't explain to you how lucky I think you are. 40? You have the whole fucking rest of the week. 100%. If it's really 40, is it going to be really 40? Which is great. Is yeah, really- he, he said 40 to 50. He said 40 to 50. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I thought I was the hardest working person I knew when I was 28 years old running Wine Library. I fucking worked all day you know, 8 a.m. to fucking 8 p.m. every day. That 
was soft compared to who I am now at 44. I go harder, stronger, smarter. This is about fucking reps and gaining muscles, right? You're, you've got your stocky dude. I'm looking at you right now. You know that if you worked out like a fucking maniac for a year, eight, mm-hmm. right? Fucking lifted weights, you'd be a fucking monster because you've got that build. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's what I had mentally. I had that fucking built mentally, but it was the fucking reps for two mm-hmm. years that made me fucking completely unstoppable. Look at this like you're going into training. You're going into training 40 hours a day to fucking put calluses on your fucking hands. Mm-hmm. Put fucking create thickness to your skin, to your fucking dome. You're creating. Go. You understand? This is you going to training. Yeah. This, you need to be like Rocky and fucking Rocky. This is about going in the snow. Like go into this. Like holy shit! I'm so lucky that I get to go into training. I'm gonna get paid to tr- fucking train how to be a fucking mental assassin for the rest of my life. You're lucky. Yeah. That's so real, man. Yeah, bro. And you get to do it with your dad. You know how fucking, you're so fucking lucky. Most people that are watching right now have to do it for a boss they don't know. The greatest thing that ever happened to me is the memories of being in fucking trenches with my dad. You know? Like, I, I, you know, it's crazy that I get to have those memories. One day my dad's going to be gone and I'm going to be so happy about those hours I put in, those war stories. You understand? Yeah. And I'm crying because I'm happy because I'm, because this is, I was on the fence and I didn't want to leave because I, I liked the electrical, but I didn't want to leave to try to get a job in, in drumming. Right. Because I was like, I like both. I like working with my dad. And so this, this was really the unlock for me. You're bro. And that's why, that's why I'm feeling it, man. 40 hours a week. You can start a drumming YouTube channel. You can fucking work at a drumming company. You can work at a drumming company at night. You got 40 hours a dick. Yeah, you can get gigs. Yep. You can fucking, yep. you have so much time and you're going to gain a strength. You're going to gain a strength. Yeah, man, that's so real. Of Like, just being good at being uncomfortable and being like, hey, you know, this is kind of boring, but I'm going to get through it because, you know, my family built this. And, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to even have that because a lot of people my age coming out of high school don't know what they want to do, don't have a job. Right. And you're going to you're going to learn a skill. You're going to learn how to interact with grown ass men, mm-hmm. you're gonna learn how to interact with customers that are upset. You're going to watch your dad go through adversity. You're going to learn. You're, you're getting an education mm-hmm. and you're a training and you're going to get paid. You should be paying your dad. I realized at 22 that I had it. And I decided, well, instead of going building something for myself, because I could, I knew the internet, I knew the fucking, I knew the hustle. I fucking knew it. I was making $500, $1,000 when I was 13. I was 22. I was a grown ass man. I didn't need to go into my dad's business for me. I needed to go into my dad's business for me emotionally because I wanted to give back because I knew I could. And I knew I was going to learn a lot of stuff and I was going to enjoy it and I was going to enjoy the memories and I was going to put my dad on. And it's the best 12 years of my career. Did it feel great to be 34 and not own anything of a business built? You know, no. Did it feel great to not have a lot of money because in a family business, you really never pay yourself that much. You know, if I was an executive that took a business from three to 60 million, I would have been paid a million a year, but was, you know, no, but 
but those memories with my dad and doing something that giving back to my parents who came to this country with nothing and built the foundation that I stand on, that's something I'll never regret. And you're going to have that opportunity. And if I fucking only did 40 hours a week, I would have probably started a baseball card starting lineups, eBay flipping business on the side too, and gotten double, you know, like happy. So like, the, yeah, you really have it good, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy that you say that because of the fact that like literally only like a week and a half ago, I told my mom and I just talked with her and I was like, man, I'm so grateful for you guys because of, because I just got, I just felt this gratitude wave of like, man, I'm so grateful, but I just didn't know how to apply it to the work thing because I was, I was confused on like whether or not, you know, but man, it's, 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 it's. It's all about the perspective of like, man, when I'm older, I'm going to be able to look back and say, I got to work with my dad. I got to do the 40 hours, like you said, and I can still do my other stuff. And, you You know, let me, you could go 80 hours for seven years Mm -hmm. and fucking be 25 and young as fuck. I'd rip both my arms off right now to be 25. You can go 90 hours a week do no drums and bounce out of there as a fucking child, still a child. Mm-hmm. You have, you have everything you have, you have sure. good perspective and, and maturity at 18 and you have your whole life in front of you. You've got a hundred more years of life. You're going to live for a hundred more years, bro. On some real shit. You're a part of that lucky generation. You're going to live to 118, 118. You're going to live a hundred more. Listen to me. You will never, ever, ever regret working 40 to 50 hours a week with your dad for the next prolonged period of time. I promise you that. I rarely be that. I'm rarely that definitive, but I've spent enough time with you right now to know that to be true. You've got too much of that soul and gratitude towards your parents. Any kid who's watching right now who is grateful and loves their parents for what they did for them should go into the family business because even if it's a disaster, you'll always be happy that you paid back a little bit to the thing that put you on. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so real. Can we, can we take a photo real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you ready? I don't know what I'm doing here. I'll just do a little piece. <laughs> Maybe a little, little rock on. For the fucking drummer. All right, brother. Always. Hey, have a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness, uh, I'm going to have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's review, thank you, Gary V Team, written in by Mink Goff says, I'm a business owner in Colorado, but originally from Bulgaria. Nowadays, staying positive and patient is a struggle for many people. I am learning a lot listening to you and can relate to Gary's immigrant mentality. Can't recommend your podcast enough. The realest and most helpful content available out there. Stay up. Thank you so much for writing in and remember, keep leaving reviews because yours could be next.